I had a college professor who was a Mark Twain impersonator on the side. I went to UNLV in Las Vegas, so this whole impersonation thing uh, is kind of normal there. You got El- flying Elvi, and you have all sorts of impersonators down on the strip. But this guy impersonated Mark Twain. He actually he actually did it at universities and was even on TV a couple times. Great professor. Needless to say, he was a huge fan of Mark Twain, and no matter what humorous literature we read, we read in his class, he claimed Mark Twain influenced it. So now anytime I read anything that's funny... I think, oh, this was influenced by Mark Twain as well, because I think it was. Mark Twain has also influenced this podcast episode, because that's who we're quoting today. Greetings, and welcome to the Teaching ALA podcast, where this summer we combine my two favorite things, literature and summer vacation. Get ready for some literary quotes. Oh, there's plenty of quotes to choose from, but I thought I'd choose one that is relevant to education in our roles as teachers. Quote, every time you stop a school, you'll have to build a jail. What you gain at one end, you lose at the other. It's like feeding a dog on his own tail. It won't fatten the dog, end quote. Just want to chime in here. We we all teach our students about the importance of education, but do we put our money where our mouth is? How is your education? Are you still learning? Just because we no longer attend school doesn't mean we should stop learning. The internet has made getting an education more accessible than ever. And I'm not talking about a college degree or a welding degree from whatever institute in your hometown. By the way, if you have students who maybe aren't suited for the classroom, I highly recommend uh, we we uh, suggest things like welding school, learn a trade, that sort of stuff. But I'm getting sidetracked for my own sidetrack. <laughs> it's a double sidetrack. <laughs> you get a little bit of everything with the Teaching ELA podcast, including the double sidetrack. But it's summer. Don't like you have to prepare a lesson two minutes from now, unless you're teaching summer school, in which case <laughs> you got more problems than that. Sidetrack of a sidetrack. As I was saying, the internet has made getting an education more accessible than ever. And I'm grateful for that. I've taken classes on digital media, digital marketing, and pickleball during the past year. You guys play pickleball? I highly recommend it. Now, granted, it's a sport that old people play so they don't get injured, and I got injured playing it. So what does that say about me? I don't know. I hurt my shoulder. It's fun. Play too much, you know, overuse. Just going to recommend, not only am I going to recommend you continuing your education, I'm recommending pickleball. Now, some of these courses I've paid for and some I haven't. Perhaps if I, you know, there's also coaching, you know, I'm going to hire a coach for uh, a running coach, trying to up my, up my skills with a Z. Although running doesn't take a lot of skills, it just takes determination and a little bit of uh, not normalness. All right, I'm going to put a link into my show notes here for, on something that I've designed. I've designed a course. So I don't only, not only do I take courses, I've created a course specifically designed for you, assuming you're an ELA teacher. And if you're not an ELA teacher, welcome aboard. You should become one. It's fun. So this, this course is designed for ELA teachers on how to create a semester's worth of lesson plans in just a few days. Like, wait, what? What, Trent? You mean I can have all my lesson plans done for the semester or even the year in just a few days? Yes, you can. Now, it takes work. You know, they're not just going to appear out of thin air. So imagine having all your lesson plans done for the entire first semester, even the entire year on the first day of school. So you walk in on the first day of school, everyone's stressed out, and you're just kind of, you know, checking your Facebook, and you're, uh, you know, maybe straightening up desks and stuff, going around, talking to people. Everyone else is stressed out. They don't want to talk to you because they're stressed out because they don't have all their lesson plans done, and you do. Anyhow, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Anyone interested in checking out my video course... This, this, in these videos will get, get, now I speak much more clearly in the video course than I am right now, but this video course will let you get a feel for my philosophy on teaching lesson plans. We'll send you some free stuff. Uh, it's in the show notes. Uh, the course details how I create a short story unit plan, poetry unit plan, novel unit plan. Got tons of handouts ready to use, checklists. Again, there's a link in the show notes. And I'm going to be honest with you, you know, 
I was out of teaching for two years. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> How would you know that? <laughs> I've only mentioned it like once. So unless you listen to every single episode, which I highly recommend, you probably don't know that. But I, I was out of teaching for two years. I retired. I retired, moved to Central America, came back, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to teach? And guess guess what? I didn't have to worry about it because I had all my lesson plans already made. Isn't that awesome? Aren't you, aren't, you, aren't you happy for me? I'm happy for you if you can do the same. So I actually have a quick lesson plan right now using Mark Twain quote, quotes. Although you can use this lesson for any set of quotations from just about anyone. I'm having a hard time speaking today. It's crazy. I know it's summer and you're probably not doing literary analysis on the side while at the beach or in the mountains. You're probably not. I mean, I do. I enjoy liter- writing the literary analysis in the summer. And I figure you might as well use these Mark Twain, some Mark Twain quota- quotations to teach something. Not right now, of course, because it's summer. Unless you're teaching summer school. We already addressed that. I've taught summer school before. It was awful. Just bookmark this, however you book. Can you bookmark podcasts? You can put like a heart there or something. Come back to it before you teach something by Mark Twain. Or in the show notes, I have a link to the blog post about this. So here we go. Distribute a list of Mark Twain quotes. Instruct students to choose one and write an analysis paragraph. That's right, an analysis paragraph on one quote. The first sentence should include, Mark Twain once said, whatever the quote is. The second sentence should be a funnel sentence and state the writer's opinion on whether or not the statement is logical, true, or accurate. And the remainder of the paragraph should include an interpretation of the quote. Examples either proving it or disproving it and additional commentary. I have an example. All good teachers have examples and I'm a good teacher. Mark Twain once said, every time you stop a school, you'll have to build a jail. What you gain at one end, you lose at the other. It's like feeding a dog on his own tail. It won't fatten the dog. Despite this truth that a lack of education often forces one to find alternative means to self-reliance, cash-strapped states look to education cuts as the first remedy for budget deficits, not realizing that saving money on education in the short term costs them money in the long run. Education as a vehicle to self-reliance shows itself, especially during a national economic crisis, the most common time, ironically, for education cuts. According to CNN, the unemployment rate for college graduates is less than half of the rate for those with just a high school diploma. For those without a high school diploma, finding a job is nigh impossible. This was during the economic downturn, which I believe we're going through right now. Luckily, I'm not experiencing that, and you you might not be. Maybe you are. Either way, it's not part of my paragraph. Make all the budget cuts you wish, Governor, but make sure you use the money saved to build more prisons and welfare offices. Ooh, I was a drop the mic burn at the end. I want you to know that I've never once complained about education, budgets, or teacher pay. I have nothing against those who do. I understand why why you might complain about education budgets or teacher pay. I chose this profession, and this profession has blessed me and my family in ways I could never have imagined. I've taken a different approach than complaining about these topics. I decided that when I started teaching, I would do the best job possible, and the money would come. It took a few years, but the money has come, and I'm grateful for that. Now, I'm not saying there's no room for organized protests and legitimate arguments toward greater funding for education, because I'll be honest with you. We need to fund education better. I, I do believe in my heart of hearts that teacher uh, teachers should get paid more. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a teacher. I have a great job. I love it. Did you know I don't pay utilities? How would you know that? Sidetrack. Sidetrack of a sidetrack. Anyhow, my first priority in the classroom is utilizing the funding I get every two weeks to maximize learning in the classroom. So part of the education budget, a lot of the education budget comes to us, the people doing the job, the people working in the classroom. So I believe it's up to us to maximize that funding first. That is, do the best job we can in the classroom and then worry about the other stuff. 
which is also important. I think we need to increase funding in order to recruit more teachers. This attitude has helped me not just as a teacher, but it's given me opportunities to increase my pay. So taking the attitude that I'm getting paid to do a job, even if some days I don't want to do it, but I, I, I think we could all, that's why I created ELA Common Core Lesson Plans.com, by the way. So keep fighting the good fight for increased funding and increased recognition, but also let's be the best educators we can be to improve our personal lot. And if you really want some good lesson plans, go to ELA Common Core Lesson Plans.com. Your one-stop shop for ELA lesson plans. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA Podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 